Good day. My name's Rick Brown. We're here in the venue at the Green Room with Kurt Lowen, a singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist currently residing in Calgary, Alberta. He has spent much of his uh, career in music writing, performing and traveling with the Tequila Mockingbird Orchestra. His debut solo record, Heavy and Low, is a collection of songs about relationships, love, change, and moving on. A sonically disparate album compared to his previous projects, Heavy and Low is a candid and frank offering speaking to the challenges and the beauty and the connections we hold close. So welcome, Kurt. We're glad to have you here. Nice to be here. Thanks for having yeah. me. Thank you very much for coming. So tell me a little bit about yourself, your background, where you grew up, that type of thing. Yeah, so uh, I grew up in uh, a couple of places, uh, nomadic since a pretty young age. Um, my father uh, was a pastor, um, and he did his seminary work in Saskatoon, but then did a bunch of his interning and practice type things all over Alberta and Wetaskiwin, uh, back in Saskatoon, a couple of smaller places that we never moved to, and then we ended up settling in, uh, in Esterhazy, Saskatchewan, which is southeast Saskatchewan, kind of close to the border of Manitoba. And I remember growing up there loving it. Played hockey like crazy, played ball in the summer, and uh, music was always actually a pretty, pretty important part of growing up as well. Both my, my, my father, you know, being a pastor, did a lot of singing, and my mother uh, played piano. And so it was actually mandatory that we took piano lessons until I think we were 16 years old. So you started at a fairly young age. I see. Yeah, I started playing piano, I think, when I was five years old. Um, and then when I was maybe 12 or 13, met a, met a friend of mine, Jay, in Calgary, because we'd eventually moved to Calgary. Um, and, uh, he really had me interested in guitar pretty quickly. He's, I think my earliest song that I wrote, I was about 12 years old. It was pretty bad and I can barely remember it, but yeah, kind of got, always, always had it around me. Yeah. The first song usually is the worst. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever revisited that song? No, I can, I, beef it up a bit. I, yeah, it's funny. I barely barely remember it but I just remember just giggling about it when I was remembering the the turmoil of a you know, angsty whatever 13 year old right. going through writing about God knows what. <laughs> so who did you find influenced you musically as you were growing up? Yeah it's such a wide variety of things. Um, I mean growing growing up my dad was into like the the big classic rock stuff you know like Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and Supertramp, things like this. And so we listened to a lot of that. But also uh, through my uncle, Michael, my godfather, was influenced a lot by uh, classical music and jazz that he listened to. And not that I feel like that has necessarily creeped into my music, but I mean, it all it all is relevant in exactly. some way. Um, so just a lot, a lot of classical music and then um, eventually finding my own stride and learning how to play the guitar and getting interested in, you know, just cultural things that hadn't been available to me when I lived in a small town in Saskatchewan where all of a sudden everywhere in Calgary. So started listening to, you know, like a lot of Nirvana when I was in junior high school, um, a lot of the Chili Peppers, um, a, a myriad of other amazing artists. Like I could just, you know, Jeff Buckley and Beck and 
all for their different kind of nuances and how they approach music. Uh, and then honestly, tons of rap, tons of hip hop, because it's, I still think it's the most, the most potent music that still comes out in the world. It has the most, to me, like relevancy being the word, it has the most to offer in terms of culture and struggle and politics. So yeah, on, ongoing list of everything. You it, know? it never ends. Your no, it's, it's incredible. So, uh, you play with, uh, the Tequila Mockingbird Orchestra, mm -hmm. and uh, they're a very large uh, following, big name mm -hmm. out in this area. Mm -hmm. How did you meet up with those guys? Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a story, but essentially, uh, Paul, who plays drums in the band, and Ian, who plays accordion, met at university, um, and they really, really got along really well, and uh, and essentially just kind of jammed djembe and accordion for a couple weeks and then had a friend who played guitar and then had another friend who played uh saxophone and that kind of became the earliest cobblings of the group for the first three months and yeah i guess it would have been 2006 in december when they met and i think i joined the band in march of 2007 so kind of just a few months after that and uh, I was playing in a band in Victoria called Buena Buya, who, interestingly enough, I was at a wedding this weekend, and we had a, quote, reunion show. We didn't rehearse at all, but we hadn't played together in nine years, and we, we didn't do any of our songs. We did a dub version of it. It was kind of a ska and reggae outfit from Victoria. Okay. So we did a bunch of dub songs yesterday, which is really, really fun in the best way we could do dub. <laughs> but yeah, uh, met those guys through the scene basically in Victoria, which is not that big even still. There's lots of music, but the scene is really small. So That's great. I just told them I wanted to play yeah. with them, essentially. <laughs> you're you're out on your own doing some stuff. You're still with them, of course. I am, yeah. yeah. Right, so. yeah. All right, well, we'll talk a little bit about your uh, solo tour here in just a bit where we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Do you have an upcoming outdoor event, such as a wedding, party, or concert? Consider protecting your guests and equipment from the sun or rain with one or more 20 by 20 waterproof tents from Rent-A-Tent Creston. Go to our website at www.thevenuecreston.com tents for information on pricing. Bookings for next summer are already underway. Contact us now to ensure you are covered for your event. Okay, we're back with Kurt Lowen. We're going to talk to him about his tour that he's on right now, promoting his album. So how long have you been uh, touring, Kurt? Well, <laughs> as myself, <laughs> uh, this is the first tour that I've ever done, actually, on my own. Um, I did do an album release with a band that I was rehearsing with in Calgary. Uh, we played... Uh, Calgary, we played Edmonton, we played a Friends Festival in Clearwater, and we also played another Friends Festival out near Rocky Mountain House, uh, Frog Fest. So that, I guess that would be in the earliest, but it wasn't a tour as much as shows for the weekend. Some of those guys don't tour, although they're very, very accomplished musicians. Right. So this is really my first tour. Okay. Um, I'm by myself and out in the world, and this is this is day one of the first tour, so... Oh, we're your first stop. Yeah. Well, we're very honored. Thank That's you very much. It's my pleasure. How many stops do you have? So until uh, Victoria uh, on the 5th, I think. Yeah, I think I have six shows to the coast and then three more for sure. About five more for sure in the month of September. Um, going to get out to the, the coast. My partner lives in Victoria, so going to get great. out there and enjoy the, you know, the fall of the West Coast, which is 
pretty good. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. So you're going to be strictly in British Columbia? Yeah, for now I am. Yeah, okay. I don't have much uh, plans beyond September uh, in terms of uh, touring, though we are going to relo relocate to the Kootenays for a short time. Um, some friends and family type stuff for a part of October and then planning on going to Mexico for most of November. So uh, by the time we're back, it'll be December and my band TMO is going to be going on the road. Uh, Are you going to be playing when you're down in Mexico? I'd like to. I'm going to bring a guitar. That's always going to happen. But uh, we're going to do uh, Tulum and it's, I've been to a lot of parts of Mexico and I've never been to specifically Tulum. So we'll see what there is, but I mean, you know, it's easy to make there's, friends when you play music. There's a lot of small bars down there. That yeah. So they, so they hear. Let you come in for beer and uh, supper. Yeah. yeah Sounds great. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get some more people knowing who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So th this album that you've got out right now, mm -hmm. Heavy and Low, mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about the album, the songs yeah. on it. Yeah. So the songs, um, the songs are really like, they date back to as many, as much as I think about six years ago, uh, one of them. Um, and they all touch on in some way relationships. I mean, I, I think I have a pretty blessed life. So I have ended up writing most songs about the relationships that I have in life with friends and, and lovers and, and otherwise and just groups. Um, so they are very much a song, a collection of songs about relationships. Um, I was, uh, I was married for about five years and, um, the latter half of the record, which is, which is pretty melancholy, I'll admit, uh, is a lot of the songs about us breaking up. Um, and the front half of the record is kind of more up, upbeat, for lack of a better term, but with a band, um, high, like a lot more production kind of going into it. Um, and largely about just, you know, the struggles and, you know, trials and tribulations, but also absolute beautiful things that come out of having good relationships or difficult or challenging relationships. Um, and it's largely self-produced. I did the vast majority of the produ production when I had a studio in Edmonton with my ex. Uh, she did a lot of the production as well when we were still together. So there's a lot of both of us in it. And, uh, well, that's interesting. Pre I'm pretty grateful for it, actually, because she's, she's, she's quite an engineer, for sure. Yeah. How do you feel about being out on the road on your own? Uh, I mean, you've done a lot of yeah. traveling with uh, TMO. But... Yeah, if I'm honest, I'm a little nervous. Um, but it's something that I really want to get good at. Some of my favorite artists and some of the best performances I've ever seen in my life are a person who knows how to hold a space and tell a story with, with not much more than their words and an instrument, you know? So I'm inspired by that and I want to get really, really good at it. So looking forward to it, but feeling pretty green. <laughs> you have to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> yeah, good that you're starting here. So okay, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with Kurt Lowen. Are you looking for something to do with your family or friends, but your limited budget is keeping you at home? Check out The Venue website at www.thevenuecreston.com for upcoming events. Consider our movie night, held every two weeks. There is no charge to attend. All you require is a society membership. Learn more on our website. Select the membership tab on the menu, and we'll see you at the movies. Okay, I'm Rick Brown, and we're back in the studio with Kurt Lowen on tour. We're his first stop in BC, and we're just going to find out a little bit about what you've got planned for the future, Kurt. Yeah, uh, 
in sh- in short, you know, I have various travel plans. Um, like I mentioned in the in the earlier segment, I'm I'm planning on spending a bunch of time on the coast coming up in the fall. I'm gonna play a bunch out there. Um, my band's gonna get together to do some creative time while I'm out there too, which is really really nice and always rewarding. Um, one thing that is just kind of ongoing in my life is that I've just been writing lots and lots. Um, I going through post heavy and low after it was finished and mastered, I already had another 10 or so songs that I wanted to put on a record, but they're all pretty sad. They're all (laughs) breakup songs. And so I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing that. But, um, since then I have been writing a lot of songs that are of matters of the heart where I'm feeling kind of put back together again and a bit more like a, like a real human again, I guess. So what I'd like to do um, is I have in my my touring rig, I have a, a small recording setup. So I would just like to do a bunch of field style recordings out in nature and up against the coast or you okay. know in a beautiful spot for the afternoon, parked in a friend's driveway. I want to just do recordings from my van. I don't know if they'll be called that, but they might be called recordings from my van. That'd be an interesting concept. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have that idea and I have another idea of um, songs I want to write about people who have influenced me and, and write a make an entire album out of songs that are about my heroes in music. You know, like I have all these ideas about, I want to write a song about Nico Case and I want to write a song about Jeff Tweedy. You know, and I want to write a song about Jeff Buckley and I want to start a song about Beck. I want to write songs about these people. And so that's kind of like my, my a little bit more medium term ideas, but outside of traveling a lot this fall and then heading to Australia with TMO for a month in, in January, that's kind of, that's kind of where things are at for me. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I have I have n- no timeline, and I'm not not living anywhere right now, but out of my my rig. So, yeah, take my time, do lots of traveling, go lots of festivals. That sounds like a good musician's lifestyle. It is. <laughs> yeah. Have you got your tour set up in Australia? Yeah, it's we have our anchors um, going on, and we're working with a couple different agents who are filling in the blanks. We're also playing. I had a couple of concert series down there beyond the festivals and we're playing a friend's wedding, which lines up nicely with the tour. And yeah, so it's, it's a work in progress. Stuff takes time usually, but I'm optimistic. It's going to be really good. And we also, uh, we went to New Zealand for, uh, two weeks of shows last March and April, and we're grateful to receive funding from Canada council. So I'm optimistic we'll get funded by them again for a, a similar trip. That's good. Yeah. So you're going to be playing some different instruments tonight, and one that you mentioned is an omnichord. I've only seen one other person out in this area yeah. play an omnichord, and I've never seen one before. So what uh, what got you interested in the omnichord? Um, it's, it's sort of happenstance. I worked for a not-for-profit when I was living in Edmonton. Uh, their whole MO was to get instruments and lessons to kids who couldn't otherwise afford it. And we had this huge instrument bank, so people were donating tons of guitars, basses, drum kits, whatever. And at the end of this, uh, I don't know, it was about two years before we ended up giving the program to another bigger organization who could had better funding and kind of had more organizational kind of, I guess, prowess in this department. They uh, took all the guitars and they took all the basses, but they didn't want the drum kits. They didn't want the amps. They didn't want the Omnicord. They didn't want a bunch of just various kind of what are what are we going to use with these things. They wanted to do basically guitar lessons. And so, yeah, essentially I, I bought it. I gave this, this business that I had been, this not-for-profit that I had been 
volunteering for, I gave them a donation for a guitar amp, a drum kit, and an Omnicord. And yeah, it's kind of just, <laughs> I didn't know how cool it was until I, I was like, what is this? And I opened it up and plugged it in. I was like, oh, it's a dream machine, you know? So about half my record or more has the Omnicord on it in very obvious ways and very subtle ways, depending. But yeah, it's a tool that I really, really like now. So It's probably about as close to a, a theremin. It is, though. It's there. you can get. It has some bizarro theremin-y sounds. It's really beautiful and digital and, like, soothing somehow, too. So okay. we'll, well fire up the Omnicore tonight. <laughs> I, I look forward to hearing it this evening. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming into the studio a little bit early to do the podcast. Yeah, it's and my pleasure. I, I'm glad we're able to get to know you a little bit better. Absolutely. And I hope that uh, everything goes well for you tonight. Thanks. Uh, we're looking forward to a decent-sized crowd, so... Great. Looking forward to the show. Thanks okay. for having me. All right. Well, thanks a lot. This is Rick Brown. We're signing off uh, Sunday morning in the green room at the venue.